hi. Welcome to Dear Abby, the show where people ask me questions about things they need advice on. I'm Abby. Let's get started. Dear Abby, I am a relatively new citizen of Ohio. Since Ohio does not exist, does this mean I don't exist anymore? Or am I slowly fading away like Marty McFly? Sincerely, Concerned Ohioan Resident. This is a common misconception. Ohio isn't real. That doesn't mean that Ohio doesn't exist. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? Oh. Think, McFly. Right. Think. Next. Dear Abby, I happen to have a pregnant wife who has become so pregnant that she cannot bend down to pick stuff up off the floor. She has been somewhat of a trad wife, but lately she is constantly asking me to help her do things and pick up stuff off the floor. She's so lazy, hey. I don't get it. It seems like she's becoming lazy, sleeping around all day, cleaning less and less, and isn't preparing my meals on time. In our latest development, she told me I couldn't get a conservative calendar that I didn't want in the first place. I feel as though we may be have come to an impasse. What should I do? Sincerely. A struggling baby daddy. First of all, you're not her baby daddy. You're her husband. And second of all, you should go get me, I mean your poor wife, the, the Takis pickled, pickled eggs and cranberry sauce, sauce she asked you for 20 minutes ago. Next. Dear Abby, my wife told me she puts rose water and witch hazel on her face. Does this mean I should burn her at the stake? She's a witch, I tells ya. Burn her, burn her. Sincerely, concerned villager. Well, this this is concerning, but unless she's she's chanting from a spellbook in Latin and and burning candles, I wouldn't worry too much about it. But just keep an eye on her. Next, dear Abby, why does PJ keep pretending to have a wife? We're all pretty sure she is not real. Have you ever met her? We need proof of her existence at this point. Things are getting awkward. Sincerely, stupor duper sus. PJ needs this, you guys. Just, just go with it. Next. Dear Abby, what is the best strategy for managing a husband who surprise tickles? He thinks it's funny because I laugh, but I also tell him it's not actually funny, especially when I'm not expecting it and I'm holding a cup of very hot coffee. Sincerely, drenched. This is very relatable. Tickling is one of those things that you can laugh at and simultaneously deeply hate, like Napoleon Dynamite. I say love, it is a flower. I suggest setting clear boundaries with clear consequences. Example, if you tickle me on the bottoms of my feet again, I will kick you in the face and then follow through. If you've got an ass, I'll kick it. Next. Dear Abby, I am an eligible single man in his 30s, but how can I be sure that my new prospects are not either a fed plant or communist spies? <laughs> Paranoidly, Matthew. Matthew, they are. But as the great poet once said, it is better to have loved and been surveilled than never to have loved at all. Next. Dear Abby, my knitting club is great, but I'm concerned they'll judge me for not using patterns and following my heart. Also debating starting a crocheting business to clothe poor dogs who always seem cold. Should I include pants so they don't feel exposed? Sincerely, crocheting because I can. Your knitting club, which I happen to know is the Illuminati, 
uh, which is also my knitting club, would never judge you for not using patterns and following your heart. I personally use patterns most of the time. But as to your second question, yes, you should you should clothe poor dogs who always seem cold. And yes, you should include pants. Please take as exhibit A this example of a dog that looks very uncomfortable without pants. Next. Dear Abby, I recently told people I've taken up knitting, but in reality, I am learning advanced fighting techniques using knitting needles to incapacitate my foes. To be clear, does this count as real knitting? Sincerely, got the right spirit. Yes. Yes, it does. The Illuminati approves. Next. Dear Abby, I personally know the basics of sewing. We have heard through the years that only women should sew. As a man, I feel like we should know the basics of sewing, like putting buttons back on, fixing a pocket, or repairing a couch cushion. I'm not gay or anything. I'm just saying. Well, this isn't about gay. No, I'm straight. just saying. I'm, I'm straight. I'm nobody just cares saying. what adults do. No, I'm you know? just saying. What do you think about this topic? Specifically asking for single men. Sincerely, oppressed white male. I, I agree. I think men should be able to do those basics of sewing. If, if you have a long bachelorhood, it's very helpful. And even if you don't, having skills like that signals to any potential mate that you had a good relationship with your mom. I'm still a mommy's boy and I really don't care who knows it. And she gave shit about you and taught you some things. And that tends to be a good green flag for women. So all around recommend. Next. Dear Abby, the only thing I sew is chaos and occasionally torn jinkos. But I'm unsure that's really what I want to reap. How do I put myself on the right path and escape being a sociopath? Sincerely, the stitch hiker. Maybe you could start by not wearing jinkos. Let Lip Biscuit die. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is f***ed. Everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to justify ripping someone's head off. Next. Dear Abby, I'm not sure why there's a rumor going around that men can't knit. Clearly, those people haven't heard of the Zodiac Knitter. In the 1960s and 1970s, a man was so good at knitting that he famously terrorized California by knitting while remaining anonymous. Fast forward to present day, we've learned that this naughty man is none other than U.S. Senator Ted Cruz. Sincerely, Knitwit. Nice try, Ted Cruz. But while your resume is compelling, the Illuminati still does not allow men. It's never gonna happen. Next. Dear Abby, I'm getting to an age where it feels like all of my friends have their lives figured out. They have success while I'm over here trying to figure out what my life calling looks like. Life changed for me so much when I was in college, whether it was my own health or the sociopolitical climate. Now I'm soul searching and trying to figure out what my life calling is. I want to put God first and foremost in it, of course, but I'm not sure what that looks like. How can I figure out what my calling is? How can I hear what God's telling me? Sincerely, unassigned kid sibling. I relate to this so much, and I think a lot of people do. Calling is something I think that a lot of times you grow into. I, I strongly recommend praying and then letting God take as much time as he wants to take in, in showing you what that calling is. I think it is something that, that is a process over a period of time. Um, I suggest leaning into the things that give you a lot of joy and fulfillment to do and look for the open doors God's giving you. Don't just sit still and wait for him to, to give you an answer. Start walking in the directions you're passionate about and, and see how he guides your path as you go along. 
Thank you for tuning in to Dear Abby, the show where people ask me burning questions they have about life, the universe, and everything. If you have a question you want answered, send it to our Discord uh, link in the bio or tag us on Twitter at ConspiracyPill. Tune in next time to hear me say, just because PJ's wife isn't real doesn't mean she doesn't exist. And don't forget to tune in to Conspiracy Pilled every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you there.